CTI is currently accepting applications for research workshops on religion and economic inequality to be held in 2019-2020. The application deadline is December 1st of 2018. For more information, please visit our website at www.ctainquiry.org. Daniel Finn is a professor of economics as well as professor of theology at St. John's University in Minnesota. He's a leading scholar working at the intersection of economics and religion, and he's been a consultant with CTI on our current program. What follows is a conversation I had with Dan regarding this CTI project on religion and inequality. So, Dan Finn, your background is in the field of Christian theological ethics. So how did you come to be interested in economics and economic inequality as a sort of topic of your own study? Well, in my history, uh, I went to graduate school to study both uh, ethics and economics, and uh, did both those things at the University of Chicago. Uh, so for my whole academic life, I've had a joint appointment in the Department of Economics and in theology. So, so you're back, back to your di dissertation, you were already working at this intersection of theology and economics. Exactly, yes. Okay. Uh, so, and when I was interviewing for jobs, I was interviewing for jobs in both fields separately, and there were a couple of places that offered me a joint appointment because I would mention, you know, what I really would like is a joint appointment. And that has worked out. So tell me a bit about the, the, the field of economic inequality. It seems like the topic has gotten a lot of uh, attention re recently in the news and it's beginning to you know, be talked about a lot. So where do you see this going and how might CTI kind of be involved in the, the question? Well, on the social science side, this is a huge issue and lots of research going into it, not only in economics where it's kind of a natural, uh, but also in other fields. Uh, even in, um, among the epidemiologists in the field of health, they're finding that uh, income inequality has significant impacts on health outcomes. So it's a very big deal in the, the sciences uh, and much more recent in the areas of philosophy and theology. So there's space for new fields to get involved in this topic beyond just the typical economist? For sure, yeah. No, I, this is a, for, for from the theological point of view, this is a new idea. Uh, in most of the history of the world, there was no worry. Actually, for most history of the world, there was no worry either, either in science or in uh, philosophy or theology about income inequality. People didn't notice it, didn't talk about inequality. A lot of talk about poverty and need, uh, but not much about inequality. But we live in a very numerate culture, and we have numbers for all kinds of stuff, right? The average person knows their shoe size and their income, might know the high temperature today, probably knows what time it is. They have an, a number for the address of their home. Uh, they know their social security number, their pins, their phone numbers. Uh, they might even know roughly the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Most people in the history of the world didn't need integers, uh, and yet here we are, a life full of them. So we notice differences in numbers in a way that people didn't, because they didn't have numbers for most things. And so it's ordinary then to ask, well, what about these differences in numbers, the differences in income? Maybe the difference itself makes a difference, not just because I'm poor. So speak a bit more about that, because a lot of people are going to think when we talk about income uh, or economic inequality that we are talking about the poverty issue. But it sounds like you're, you wanted to draw a distinction there. And if you could say a bit more about that. Sure. Yes, uh, they're quite 
different, although they are interrelated. The question of poverty has to do with can people meet their needs? And, and what are those needs and what do we need to do to help them meet those needs? Uh, that's a really important question. And it's one that the history of Christianity uh, has dealt with extensively from the early church through the Middle Ages, through the Reformation. And uh, this concern that those of us who are prosperous have an obligation to help those who cannot meet their own needs. But that was never cast in terms of inequality. Everybody knew, of course, they were rich and poor, but nobody thought, well, it's the difference between the two that makes it harder for the poor. No, it's the not able to get meet your needs that makes it difficult for the poor. Today, we have reason to ask whether maybe the difference itself makes it difficult for the poor. And I would identify four different possible reasons why that makes a difference today, if you want to go into that. Absolutely. Go, go ahead. <clears throat> Pardon me. Well, one has to do with the stress on the dignity of the human person. And that sense that every person has this human dignity can be threatened if I'm so far down the income ladder, if the gap between me and everybody else is so great that I feel like maybe I don't have that dignity. Uh, and of course, even in the U.S., uh, the great French observer of all this, Alexis de Tocqueville, thought that one of the real assets of American culture was that everybody felt they were pretty equal uh, because of the economic setting. Uh, there was a kind of dignity for even the very poor. But if that's not the case, dignity's uh, in danger. Uh, we certainly come to use rights language in the Christian tradition, which is modern development. Uh, and so in that, we also then ask, are somehow people's rights at stake when there's great income inequality? Another is participation. Uh, in the Catholic tradition, it was the U.S. bishops back in the early 1980s that added to their economic pastoral a concern for the participation of everyone. Most of Catholic social thought hadn't talked about participation up to that point, but this sense that I have part of my human dignity is participating in culture, in society, in the economy, with a job and speaking up at meetings and so forth. And so my participation can be threatened by significant income inequality. And the fourth reason I would give is the importance of trust and what we now call social capital for a good moral community. Uh, and these ideas uh, have both a social scientific and a theological impact, but that trust and social capital are threatened uh, if income inequalities are too great. So I think these are four reasons why theology really needs to attend to issues of income inequality and not just issues of poverty and need. That's great. And it also highlights how, you know, not only theology, the study of religion, but also political theorists, social scientists, economists, and, and a lot of different fields have a lot to contribute to this. Our, uh, you know, CTI, of course, has a, a research workshop starting up 2019 and 2020. And, and as you know, Dan, our applications are open right now, from now uh, starting in September all the way through to December 1st of 2018. Just to say, if you have anything else to add. Um, well, I think this sort of a project that CTI has taken on would be interesting to social scientists, especially those who have a kind of humanistic interest that they're willing to relate to their project. Obviously, social scientists themselves may not 
entail a theological or philosophical moral analysis of this, but many social scientists really do care deeply about this and might be willing to experiment by reaching across that divide on our campuses um, so that being together with humanists who are also working on the issue might be both personally enriching in terms of their own values, but also can raise questions that are morally important that social scientists then are able to address within the science that they come from. So I think it can be a very fruitful uh, interaction for the scientists and certainly for the, so for the hum humanists, philosophers and theologians. Uh, there's lots of room for learning from social scientists and from having to engage questions that come up in social science. Well, thanks a lot, Dan. That's really rich and I think gives us a lot to think about. And uh, we appreciate your ongoing uh, contribution you've made to this project. I'm happy to do it.